0: well new orleans will host a world championship fight coming up june 17th at smoothie king center and of course liam harrow is coming here to fight for a world championship but the story is really who he's fighting he's fighting the champ the wbc light welterweight title holder in the world and of course a new orleans native and a great guy and it's been great to get to know him over the years and to see him Continue to have such success and to now be a world champion, and coming here to defend to his hometown, always a pleasure to visit with the Rugeru Regis Progray. Regis, how are you?
1: What's up? What's up, man? How you doing?
0: I'm doing fine. You know, belated congratulations. Look, uh, what you what you did against Zapata was awesome, and it was great to see. It was great to check it out as I did, and to check him out uh, when you did. Mm-hmm. You know, to show the kind of stamina that you have uh, to get in that late in the fight, very impressive. And I guess first and foremost, you know, what's it felt like since you you took that title last November? How's it feel to have that belt, buddy?
1: Oh uh, man, well, you know the history. You know, I'm, a, I'm actually a two time world champion, so this is the I know time that I got the belt. You know, I so, know that uh, man, I know that. You know, it's, it's yeah, it, it it felt you know, it felt real good, man, to get that belt back. You know, I was a champion in two thousand nineteen and now I'm a champion again in two thousand twenty three. So, you know, it took me a it took me a few years to get it back, but you know, I'm back at the top, I'm back number one in the world and you know, it just I mean, it, it feels it feels real good and you know, and, and on top of that, the person I fought was a straight killer. You know, Jose Zapeda was a beast, a monster. He was knocking people out left and right and I went out there, you know, and I stopped him in eleven rounds. So just to do that, man, it just it, it felt I mean, it was just awesome, awesome feeling.
0: Well, you stole my thunder because that's what I was leading up to is I was going to name a bunch of names like Willie Pastrano and Joe Brown and Melvin Gillard and Pete Herman and Ralph Dupas and Joe Mandan, Robert Allen. They all had something in common. They were all New Orleansians who were world champions, but none of them were two-time world champions. So you stole my thunder, man. I was setting you up for that. And I was going to ask if you ever heard any of those dudes, man.
1: Right, I, I, I just had to, you know, I just had to, I had to make sure I, you know you called me a champion. I was like, you know, I had to make sure you get the two time in there. But of course, you know, I, I know my history, man. Willie first actually Tony, I think Tony Kenson never. He was from Slidell. He was a beast also, you know. Um, but I am the first two time world champion in the, in the history of the city. So you know, I'm definitely proud of that, you know. And I'm um, you know, I'm gonna keep going and hopefully, you know, my, my goal is to inspire, you know, some of the kids and you know, one day it might be a three or four time world champion coming from this city.
0: All right, talk about Bobby Benton and what he's meant to you I mean he's you've been with him for a long time now
1: yeah man we I mean we just click we just you know like as a with a, a trainer and you know basically the trainee you you have to have a good relationship and we have a good relationship we you know we just click we just kind of click. We kind of like brothers, basically. You know, he he kind of does everything with me. Yesterday, I had a killer pool workout. I mean, I mean a real, real hard pool workout, and he actually he did it with me. You know, most people not gonna do that. They're not gonna get in the pool with me, and they're not gonna do some stuff. And you know, he did that. So he's there. You know, he wants to feel the pain. You know, with me while I'm in training camp, so that you know we just click, and we've been together for a while, and I don't think I don't think that's gonna change.
0: You've got a new promoter, Eddie Hearn, uh, Matchroom Boxing. Talk about that and what this will do for you. Yeah, I, I think it's just going to, you know,
1: boost my profile way, way, way up. You know, um, you know, like I said earlier, you know, I am a two time world champion. It's really right now in the sport. It's not that many two time world champions inside the sport, but you know, my profile is is comparatively small. Um, compared to a lot of other people, you know, and it's just because of you know I haven't really been promoted the right way my whole career. So you know now signing with Matchroom is you know it's the perfect opportunity. You know, just I mean, just look at what's happening. You know, already they have a fight. You know, I fight June seventeenth. here at the Smoothie King. So I, I feel like you know that's you know that's it's like a match made in heaven right now. They're gonna really promote me like I need to be promoted.
0: Visiting with. World champion, Regis Progray. And, of course, you're coming back to your hometown to do this, and this is obviously not the first time. When you look at your career, and, I mean, I've, I've followed what you've done uh, closely, of course, back in 2013. I remember you fighting at the Landmark Hotel in Metairie. I would mean, go back that far. Then, of course, you fought in Baton Rouge against Alvarez back in 2013 as well. And then you went to Beau Ravage. You fought there. Uh, you also fought over in the Mississippi at Hard Rock, too. Uh, in Biloxi, a couple of times to Biloxi to fight there. Then, of course, most recently you you came back to New Orleans to Lakefront Arena uh, and beat uh, Juan Jose Velasco back in 2018, and then later in 2018, you know you beat Terry Flanagan at Lakefront Arena before you fought at the Cajun Dome in Lafayette against Relique and now you're coming back home again. So you know Katrina changed your life, it moved you, and it, it changed a lot of lives, but you've never forgotten, and you come back. Regularly, and you do it again here next month. Talk about why you keep coming back, Regis.
1: I mean, New Orleans is home, man. You know, it's always going to be home. You know, I've been, I live, you know, I, I live different places. I actually, you know, I, I, I actually live. I mean, I'm always here. I actually own more properties here than I do anywhere else. You know, but. I guess if I can say I live somewhere, it'll be in Texas. Um, you know, my kids go to school there, but I'm always in New Orleans' is home. in um, New Orleans always has my heart. I actually, you know, people don't know this. I don't, feel no, I don't feel like I am home except when I am in New Orleans. Even though I am traveling all around the world all the time, I just, you know, it, New Orleans is, you know, I feel like New Orleans is kind of where I belong. So, you know, I do everything, everything I do in other cities, other states, other countries, I do it, you know, basically with that, in the back of my mind, I'm doing it for New Orleans.
0: Visiting with Regis Pro Grey, And, of course. When you talk about Regis, you everybody always, you know, wants to know what about the rougarou, you know. And you have to you have to study it, look it up. But for the people that that ask all the time, you always give a good explanation. Talk about what a rougarou is and how you ended up like this, buddy.
1: Uh, man, well, the Rugeru is um, it's like a werewolf in the in a, the Louisiana swamps. is really it's called Lougarou in um in in French. And you know, actually, my my dad, my manager at the time, and my dad gave me that nickname, and um, it just stuck. Man, at first, I really didn't like to, to be honest with people. I really didn't like it, and um, it stuck. My dad was like, "Man, Rugeru," and then I wore the mask, and then people loved it, and that was my tenth fight, and now I have twenty nine fights, so. You know, it it, it, it kind of just stuck with me. But yeah, if people don't know what the rumor is, it's, it's like a basically like a, a a werewolf, but um, you know, in a in like the the swamps in Louisiana,
0: basically. I like it. I, I mean, look, I you know we were we were so disappointed when what happened back in 2019. It was a close fight. I mean, Josh Taylor's a good fighter, and obviously, uh, it's tough when you taste defeat for the first time. Clearly, you have learned from that and you have grown from that, haven't you?
1: Oh, of course, of course, of course. I wouldn't take that back. Everybody, you know, I mean, I kind of get this from Mike Tyson. He was like, man, what's his favorite fight? And it was the one with Buster Douglas, the one he got knocked out. And it's kind of like me with the same thing. The the fight, you know, the fight is the my best fight is the one that, you know, I, I actually lost, and it's because I feel like I got way better off it. You know, you learn from your losses, not from your wins. Basically, you're, you learn more from your losses than your wins, and you know I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. You know, like I said, I'm a I'm a two time cha- two time world champion. I'm number one in the world in my division. So, you know, if I didn't get that and learn from it, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now.
0: Clearly, I mean that's you know you either get better from your mistakes, and or you're you know coming up short, or you or you just go south and you got better. And that's clear with what you've done in the four fights since then. So take us now to to where you're going now because you're coming home and you're taking on a guy in Paro that that has a good record as well. What do you know about Liam Paro? What can we expect?
1: Well, he's an Australian fighter. He's undefeated, you know. That's kind of what I know. He's undefeated. Um, you know, he's coming. He, he's saying big words right now. He's saying he's going to come shock me in my hometown and do all kinds of stuff, saying a lot of big stuff. So, you know, he like, you know, him being, being undefeated, you know, of course he wants to win it. I mean, I'm the number one guy in the world, so... Of course, he wants to dethrone me. Everybody I fight is gonna—they want to dethrone me. So you know, for me, that's all it takes. Um, I don't really have to know too much more about him. I just know he wants to beat me really bad and become a—you know—the world champion and um, try to take me off my throne.
0: A lot of people feed off of their opponent's words and they create these—you know—this these, whole wall of man. I, I want to hate this guy. I want to kill him. What do you do? How do you prepare? Do you try to – do you use that as motivation or do you lock it out and you just focus on yourself?
1: I'm really focused on myself. You know, one of my one of my good friends in boxing is the great Roy Jones Jr. And I asked him before one of my fights, I said, Roy, like, how was your mindset before you fought? And he told me, he was like, man, like, I just – I just want to show the world what God gave me. And that's kind of what I want to do now. I just want to show the world my skills. You know, I work really hard at training camp. You know, I train – you know, I train five – six days a week And I try three times a day, and it's really, really intense stuff that I'm doing. So I just want to show everybody else, like, how good I am. That's the main thing. So, you know, people can say all this stuff all they want. You know, at the weigh-ins and before the weigh-ins, yeah, we can, you know, we can get in the bras and we can do all this stuff and verbal abuse and all that. But at the same time, like, when it's fight night, it's fight night. You know, it's it's. It's serious for me. It's all game. I mean, it's not a game. It's all serious, but at the same time, it is a sport. So, you know, I'm. Um, you have to have that mix of seriousness and uh, be relaxed, if it kind of makes sense.
0: Well, it does make sense, and, and obviously you've taken the right approach. That's how you get to be uh, 28-1, 24 by knockout, and being a world champion, clearly that's how you've gotten here. So you've got Paro. It's June 17th. 2023, next month, Smoothie King Center. You can get tickets at $20. Uh, they're on sale. Make sure you do it. It's an opportunity to see a world championship fight here in New Orleans featuring a New Orleanian who loves his hometown, who's a heck of a fighter, and oh, by the way, he's a really good guy, too.
1: We just... Right, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, make really, sure y'all it's gonna be Smoothie King Center, June 17th. You know, it, it's going to be fireworks. It's going to be a movie. And, you know, not only me, we have a lot of other guys on the card, local New Orleans, and, um, you know, then we still, they have a lot of other um, guys from Matchroom. They're going to be fighting on the card also. So a lot of good people coming up that you probably, people see on TV already. So it's, it's going to be a, a wonderful night.
0: Really appreciate you, Regis. Look forward to next month and appreciate your time tonight. Nothing but the best, my friend. We're all here for you, man. All right, man. Thank you. No problem. Uh, You got it, buddy. You got it. Regis Progray, the champ. All right.